thing we have to fear. The economic health of this nation has been four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline Three. in the dollar. More jobs. So late rally on Wall Street. It's too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Money Talks. Good morning. What up, fam? There it is. That's it. Yeah, it's uh, Troy Harmon here with uh, Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running, most respected money show on the radio. I'm here today with Casey Smith and Peter Lynch. And I always make the joke, no, not that Peter Lynch, this Peter Lynch. Yeah. It's it's this one. This is our Peter Lynch. Exactly. That's right. He is the one and only Hensler Peter Lynch. Yes. Right. Yeah. There you go. All right. (laughs) Now that we've got that cleared, there's probably folks out there wondering, who else is Peter Lynch? Right. Well, there was a guy a long time ago. Where did he work? Fidelity. Fidelity. Fidelity Magellan. Yeah, he was the big fund manager, beat the market, what, 11 years in a row, something like that? Yep. And uh, One Up on Wall Street. It's a good book. I actually went back and reread that not too long ago. It was worth worth a read if you haven't checked it out. I've read the book as well, and uh, it's very rare that you have a guy that, that can beat the market, let alone have a guy that actually runs a portfolio of um, of uh, stocks yeah. anymore by themselves. Right. You quite often see the team approach these days. Um, but anyway, we've got uh, lots to talk about today, including how our economy, how our market has actually been reacting to some of the strange things that we see in the economy these days. Um, <clears throat> if you look... Year-to-date, the S&P 500 is up 17.9%, led by information technology, second to uh, uh, information technology, by the way, up 27% year-to-date. I feel like we've seen this movie before. Oh, yeah. When was it? Like 1999? Well, 2000? 2001? 2018? We did. Last year was pretty amazing. First half of the year, market straight up, led by technology. Yeah. And then we saw what happened in the fourth quarter. Yeah. September 20th of 2018 was a good high spot. We've uh, we've overcome that. Um, yeah. So we've got all-time highs again. But uh, you're right, Casey. A uh, little bit of uh, negative news, and we lost almost 20% from September 20th of last year down to December 24th. So, right. Um, Interesting thing, too, if you look at the – you know, year over year numbers, utilities are leading the way. Well, that's 18. true. Eighteen point four four percent. Yeah, our market overall is up ten point six two percent in that period uh, over the past twelve months. And you're right, Casey, eighteen point four four percent in a utility. How in the world does that happen? Amazing. It's called interest rates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have uh, when you have interest rates uh, declining, usually you have <clears throat> prices that are going up on those. Bond-like proxies, um, equities that pay a significant dividend, especially, mm-hmm. you know, utilities are known for that. Um, consumer staples also are known for that. But in this case... Consumer staples are third on the list there, yeah. 16.56%. Right, yeah. Real um, estate, which is another one of those yeah. interest rate-sensitive uh, sectors, 1767 If you look longer, uh, the only negative over the last 12 months, energy... Down 13.75%. Materials are up slightly 3%. So um, pretty interesting to look at. We look at that quite a bit. Um, You know, we've got uh, 
little bit of news on interest rates since I did bring it up. We still have that strangely shaped yield curve where the one, two, three, and six-month um, treasury yields are all higher than our 10-year. Um, the short end is uh, slightly higher. It's 2.07 to 2.1%, basically, uh, 10-year government treasury uh, yielding 2.007. How about that? 007. Man, that is... Can't get much yield out of a treasury these days, right? No. It's amazing how interesting that curve looks. I mean, and we yeah. always talk about the two the two and the 10 right. uh, being kind of the the trigger for uh, the, the indicator that would precede a recession or has in right. pretty much every recession we've had. Since yeah. the 50s, right? Yeah, yeah. a um, long time. Um, so we haven't seen that happen just yet, but the fact that we've got those shorter maturities yeah. yielding more than the 10-year, that can't be a good sign. Yeah, a lot of folks focus on the three-month versus the 10-year as well, and yeah. uh, that's been inverted for quite a few months now. Um, basically, since December uh, 2018, if you recall what happened uh, mid-December, we saw the Fed uh, raise interest rates kind of the last hike. Uh, at the time, we were seeing probabilities of another rate hike uh, maybe in September or December of 2019. A whole lot has changed since then. Yeah. Uh, now we're talking about rate cuts. Um, first started to see that for January of 2020, uh, but now we're seeing maybe next month Yeah. Uh, rate cuts. High probabilities, over 90%. Yeah, that's pretty high. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's usually a real solid indicator too. They, uh, the market doesn't get it that wrong that often. Right. So, um, so that's based on just futures, futures implied. Futures on the treasury. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's, it's how the uh, futures on treasuries are trading. So <clears throat> expecting uh, significant changes in the, in the Fed's policy. I, you know, one of the things that we've talked about before, back in December, the president started saying that the Fed didn't need to raise rates. They did it anyway. It was kind of a – some thought at the time it was a kind of a thumb in the eye of the president. I didn't think so at first, but I'm beginning to wonder because now – It turns out he was right. I mean, well, that's true. It sent the market in a in a tumble, and then right. with, with the – just the the mention or the thought that we might have a cut in during this year and maybe even more than one has has kept the market propped up. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm sure there's other reasons for it, but interest rates are a big right uh, big part of the the reason we've seen such a big run up. The one thing we have to pay uh, particular attention to though is uh, the stock market is not the economy. Right. It is a yeah. it's an indicator. Uh, those of us who invest and are impacted by uh, the movements of the stock market, and generally we focus on the S&P 500, a good mm -hmm. indicator of uh, what's going on in the overall financial markets. Uh, we all love it when the market goes up because why? Well, we go in and look at our accounts, and they all look like uh, we're getting wealthier, right? Early retirement. <clears throat> there right. you go. It's uh, it's a great indicator that we may be able to do that. But you know, if you look at some of the other things in the economy. Um, it, it doesn't always translate that well that uh, the market's up and the economy's doing great. Um, but I will tell you that uh, you look at employment, we have seen a little bit of a tick, not much uh, higher in uh, in some of the unemployment claims. 
Yeah. Uh, not really measurable at the moment. Uh, if you look at inflation, it's really low, so it does give cover to the uh, to the Fed to cut interest rates if they wanted to. We're down around 1.5 by the measure that they use, the PCE deflator. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at CPI, it's about 1.8%. Um, if you go further, uh, consumer sentiment is relatively strong, um, although we have seen some, some cracks in that, and really... Uh, if you look a little more granular, the consumer believes that what's going on right now is pretty good, uh, but they don't expect it to continue. So how much do like home sales factor in to what you guys look at in terms of the health of the economy? I know I've, the reason I asked, I was speaking with a client earlier this morning about uh, she actually lives in Colorado, but um, trying to sell her home and having a difficult time doing it, not getting a lot of traffic. Um, it's priced lower than many of the comparables in the neighborhood that she's in. And, um, you know, as to me, I hear that and think, uh-oh, is that it's problematic? It's a painted bright pink. To... <laughs> I, maybe, maybe that's where we start. Ma- yeah. I, I'm not sure what the color it is, but yeah. um, it's uh, there There must be some reason for it. And you wonder if, if consumers or at least the people buying existing homes, if it's starting to slow down, and why that might be the case. Yeah, we are seeing some numbers that show that uh, there is some slowing in, in the housing market. Um, if you look, though, total sales on existing homes actually increased 2.5% for the month, still down 1.1% over the last 12 months. Uh, new home sales are similarly 3.7% below year-ago levels. Uh, home price index is slowing, so prices are coming out of the market and and uh, sales are slowing, um, even with favorable interest rates. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's something that uh, is definitely affecting the housing prices and, and and the demand for housing for sure. The interest rates, I mean, remaining low and the fact that they might go lower, you you wonder also if people may be waiting for a rate cut. That's what I was uh, thinking. Yeah. To to. To take effect before they would look at purchasing a new, a new or existing home. Yeah, we uh, we do get an indication of what's going on with the mortgage applications. Uh, top line ticked up this week. Uh, it is a, a weekly consideration. The price index uh, dipped by 0.9%. So some of the things that we would expect um, with rates falling uh, do come true. You, we've even seen some refinancing lately, and I really thought after the years and years that we had at 3.75, yeah. it would be amazing to see uh, refinancing tick back up. But, you know, you, you read the numbers, and there it is. Yeah, it's a pretty it's big number. Still a good uh, a good time to refinance. Yeah. yeah. Has been for Take the last advantage. 10 years probably. Yeah, and there's reasons that people might not have refinanced over the last few years. I mean, sure. if your credit uh, situation might have improved, um, maybe you had problems in 2008 or nine. you had a jingle mail issue, uh, you know, it takes a little while to rebuild. And, you know, what we're seeing in the market now is uh, increases in, in those kind of the health, I guess, of the general consumer. Right. Well, guys, let's take a real quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about a dog of the week and uh, a situation that we see in the market and uh, answer a few financial questions. Stick around. You're listening to Money Talks. Secret
All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.